0: Use our promo code BELIEVE50 to receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Bet online where the game starts.
1: Locked and loaded here on 100 Yards of Football. Today's another NCAA Legend special. Ladies and gentlemen, today he's a part of the 2020 class being inducted or having been inducted, rather, into the College Football Hall of Fame. A unanimous first-team All-American in 1980, he was a finalist for the Lombardi Award and helped guide Alabama to consecutive national championships in 1978 and 79. In winning College Football Hall of Fame's coach Paul W. Bear Bryant's first national title, this gentleman and the 79 Crimson Tide squad went 12-0 and claim the program's third straight Sugar Bowl and SEC championships. Ladies and gentlemen, at six foot three, 238 pounds, coming to you from Nashville, Tennessee, and the University of Alabama. Vincent Turner turns into an archaeologist and anthropologist and digs deep today on EJ Jr. Get ready right here. On one hundred yards of football.
2: If you like the video today, please come in and share it. I surely appreciate it here. On one hundred yards football. Thank you to Mr. Mark Bass for bringing me up so nice and so elegant. E.J. Junior, University of Alabama. Special thanks to my producer, Mr. Logan Landers, for making it happen this morning. Here on one hundred yards football. E.J. Junior. Roll Tide, University of Alabama. When you think about this young man back in the late 70s, early 80s playing for that Alabama team, on the defensive side of the ball, it was must TV. See, I'm going to tell you a little story about EJ Jr. He's from Nashville, Tennessee played in Maplewood High School. And he's a year older than me. Mr. Junior 63, I'm 62. But I remember him vaguely because throughout the state of Tennessee at the end of the year when I was a junior in high school at Southside High School in 1977 they had their all-state team. And down in West Tennessee there was a park by the name of Pine Hill. And I used to go up there and we used to come and say and we had Mark Stutter, where they played at Tennessee. They used to come to that park. Carlton and people used to come there at the time. Both of them playing at Southside High School. My man, Greg Porter, Father David Porter, legendary songwriter with Stack Records. Two other friends of mine, Greg Lyons and Lawrence King, who ended up going to play football at Alcorn State. And we used to talk about, and Lawrence also played at Southside High School along with Mark and Carson. And we always have this conversation at the end of the summer, the all-state football players. But everybody would say, man, it's a guy going to Alabama, EJ Jr., man. He's that dog. He bring that smoke. He must see TV. And a lot of people are saying, why did he didn't go to the University of Tennessee? Because, see, EJ was highly recruited. SC was coming down looking at him. But the young man decided to go to Alabama that made a lot of people in the state of Tennessee mad. But I already knew about him. I know his exports up there in Nashville, the six one five. And then he got to Alabama as a true freshman, then starved and played a lot. But then he had that coming out party in 1978 when Alabama won the national championship that year and they split it with USC my freshman year at Arkansas, I was a college student, but make no bones way of far in Fairville, Arkansas. I was paying attention to EJ Jr., baby. And the one thing about Alabama, that defense for one year, that 78 defense. And I know here recently, we talk about the Georgia defense being that one generational defense. Last year they put Jordan Davis, Quan Walker, Kobe Dean, Devonte Wyatt, Singh, Chandler Tindell, all in the pros. Deron Kendrick, but that seven eight Alabama team, that defense was special, man. There's only one team that year I saw really control them. That was USC. They had the hell of an offensive line with Anthony Munoz, Bruce Matthews. That was the only school I saw that dominated USC at the the Alabama time. Excuse me, Bruce Matthews having to arrive on campus, but they did have Brad Buddy and the Mudos, USC who I'm talking about. But think about that Alabama defense that year. Marty Lyons, Barry Krause, Wayne Hamilton, Brian Braggs, Curtis McGiff, Don McNeil. Jim Bob Harris, who started as a two-freshman from Athens, Georgia. Murray Leg, Then EJ's next two years. David Hanna, Thomas Boyd, Thomas, Tommy Wilcox, Randy Scott. Rich Wingo, who's part of the 718. And I'm looking at Alabama throughout the year, and everybody was getting credit. Bragg, Krause, Lyons, McNeil but made no bones. Number 39 was doing his thing out there. And then i go back to that national championship game against Penn State. A Penn State team that was pretty good offensively had Chuck Fusina at the quarterback position, Booker Moore running back, Max Suey, Chicago bears finest block for Walter Payton. But you take that one game and that Alabama defense five sacks, four interceptions, and they helped Penn State to 19 yards rushing. And all I keep seeing, I saw Barry Krause make the goal line stand, no question about it. But that man right there, EJ Jr., was bringing that hit. Bringing that smoke. I was watching it. And you knew that Great players play with great players, but EJ stuck out, but they weren't really saying nothing about him. Then the following year with Alabama went 12-0. He played at another high level. And the thing about EJ Jr., the skill set. At 6'3", 239, he was playing strong side defensively. The ability to hold a point of attack, A+. Plus. That athleticism he brought to that defense, A plus. The ability to drop off in coverage, A plus. That's why he moved the linebacker when he got to the pros. That's why he went fifth overall in the nineteen eighty one draft. Then the ability to run, oh man, EJ, go look at the film. He go go YouTube. He ran like a deer. A plus. Pass rusher, A plus. Game all around, A-plus, toughness, A-plus, leadership, A-plus. That's the skill set E.J. Jr. had. And then, a lot of people don't know this. He was a three-time first-team All-SCC, sophomore, junior, senior year. 1980 SEC Lamina, year voted by the Atlanta Touchdown Club. One of the highest honors you can get in the South, in the Birmingham Moody Club. Monday Morning Quarterback Club, excuse me. And he finished career, even though he played with all those great players, 190 tackles, 21 sacks, 10 career forced fumbles. Think about that one stat I just brought up there. 10 career forced fumbles in Alabama. So you had to be really, really be a physical football player to force 10 forced fumbles in your career. But when you look at EJ Jr., he don't really get the respect as one of the greatest Alabama defensive players of all time. You talk about Alabama from a defensive perspective. You talk about you talk to a lot of Alabama fans. They want to bring up Leroy Jordan, Barry Krause, Cornelius Bennett, Derek Thomas, here recently, Dante Hightower, Quinn Williams, Durant Payne, Jonathan Allen. They want to bring them up and we talk about the history of the game. Even they bring Thomas board up for, they talk about EJ Jr. but make no bones. Pound for pound. He was one of the best football players that ever came to Tuscaloosa out of Nashville, Tennessee, and he don't get his respect. And I'm so happy and so honored. He finally got voted into the college football hall of fame in 2020. From one Tennessee to another, E.J. Junior. Congratulations here on one of the odds football. You deserve it, brother. Then he went on to the National Football League, played numerous years, became a two-time Pro Bowler. But what I like about him, he got his degree from Alabama, graduated from honors, and became a head coach at Central State in Ohio from 2009 to 2013. Coaching on a high level, coming from a good family in Nashville, Tennessee, and being around great people. EJ junior do doesn't get his flowers in terms of greatness as a college football player. That's because he played on a football team in his four years at Alabama, they went 44 and 4. And think about this when you look at EJ Jr. and his career, and all the great players, because we measured by the chips. He won two chips at Alabama back to back. He won three Sugar Balls. he one a cotton bowl. His last college game, he was dumbing against Mike Singletary in the 81 cotton bowl. Alabama won that game 30 to 2. But he went 44 and 4 and lost only one SEC game. And that game kept them from playing for the national championship in his junior, in his senior year. They could have won three in a row. That's how great EJ junior was, baby. And the three other games he lost in his career, Nebraska, his freshman year, Notre Dame, his senior year and USC, his sophomore year. Those two, three pretty good teams. He lost to, Nebraska, George Andrews, Vince Fongano, Russell Gary, I am Hilt, Jarvis Redwine, Notre Dame, of course, Bob Crable, or more. Can you say Tony Hunter? Then USC, Charles White, Paul McDonald, Anthony Munoz. So his losses in college. So by even Mississippi State. Danny Knight, Glenn Young, Johnny Cooks. The four teams he lost to, all those players ended up being pretty good and going on to the NFL. Looking at that young man now, all you Alabama fans, y'all rolling around and saying roll tide, y'all proud, y'all got a great football program. But what you need to do, you need to get them flowers and kudos to one of the best that ever came through your campus down there in Tuscaloosa. What y'all call it? Capstone? Something like that? That's what y'all call it? I hope when you talk about Alabama football, I hope you're talking about that young man out of Nashville, Tennessee, who gave you four great years, and his name was E.J. Jr. So if you like the video today, please come in and share it. We'll surely appreciate it here at 100 Yards of Football. My only words about E.J. Jr. is very simple. The Great Band of Lakeside, Dayton Ohio's fans, you know how I do it. Even though you went to Alabama, EJ, when you was out of Alabama for them four seasons, you was all the way live. Effective. All the way live. From Nashville. To Tuscaloosa, to three Sugar Bowl wins and one Cotton Bowl win. EJ Junior, one of the best football players on the defensive side for the University of Alabama.
0: Before we end our show today, we'd like to mention one more time: this show is presented by Bet Online.
2: Special thanks, God bless. Special thanks to my producer, Mr. Logan Landers, to the gentleman that brought me on, Maude Bass. I'm Vincent Turner, the Nine Hundred One. Memphis, Tennessee. Talking about another great Tennessean. I'm just mad at him because he didn't play for the University of Tennessee. He played at Alabama, the best of the best, Mister E. J. Junior. Roll da
0: What is your favorite moment from football history?